Radio. Open wide, it's mouth time with Reductress. I'm Quen. And I'm Dev. And we're just two girls who share what our heads are thinking by moving our mouths. On today's episode, here's what we'll be mouthing about. Being sex positive. Have you been tested? How to tell him his dick is too big without creating a monster. We play our favorite game, Name That Meltdown. And our special guest, comedian Josh Gondelman, a hot guy from Boston. We're editors of Reductress, the only source for women's style, news, entertainment, life advice, inspiration, and pictures. We love pictures. Pictures. Okay. So all of us around the office are chitter-chattering about a fuck-off fund, this exciting new personal finance trend that could really save your life. It's basically an emergency fund with the word fuck in the title. I like it. I call mine my go-away fund because it sounds less scary and mean. Anyway, the idea is like you save up enough money that you could leave your partner and quit your job and move cities and have emergency surgery all in the same week if you have to. They call it financial self-defense, which I love because I am literally always ready for a fight. I'm wearing a groin cup right now. Come on, hit me. Ew, no. I'll prove it. Do it. Okay. Quint, come on, just hit me. I just did. I felt like a butterfly kiss. Oh my gosh, one time a butterfly flew into me and I had to go to the hospital. I'm tiny. You are tiny. So fuck-off funds can come in all forms. Cash, CDs, actual CDs. Okay, so what's in your fuck-off fund? Mine is a mix of cash and liquid assets, like stolen jewelry, Bitcoin, blackmail photos, meth, and a few senators' iPhone passwords. Wow, mine's just money. I gave Chad my account info just in case. Okay, no. So the biggest, most important part of a fuck-off fund is that no one else has access to it, especially romantic partners. Okay, but no one does except for Chab. But what if you need to leave Chab? Okay, well, that's easy. I would just, like, tell Chab I need to go away for a little while, and then I'd ask him to run to the bank and take all the money out of my fuck-out fund, and then um, we just go to Turks and Caicos like we usually do. Okay, that's just going on vacation. Oh, weird. I'm saving up my fuck-off fund for when I dramatically quit my job, find out someone's trying to frame me for a murder I didn't commit, then have to actually murder someone in the process of escaping, and then move to Costa Rica to start my own cannabis farm. Ooh, you should get horses. They would eat all the cannabis. Oh, okay, well, not unless it's organic, because my horses hate pesticides. And nothing's worse than a high horse. This week's theme is sex positive, which basically just means being cool with sex and people wanting to have sex and your boyfriend being like, I'm feeling a little sad tonight. Sorry. And you being like, that's okay. I was thinking about Nimbles anyway. Wow. Nimbles is your horse. No, she's not. She's one of my horses. Okay. Well, to me, being sex positive means that no one tells me how much sex I or anyone can have. Legally, I can have sex with anyone or anything, any place with a number of crystals surrounding me at any time. Okay, that's not true because I actually did have to bail you out of jail for having sex with a bronze swan statue in the park at 2 p.m. during a children's parade. The swan seduced me and it was consensual, and that's sex positivity. You need to be okay with it. I don't care if you are a cop. Uh, okay, um, I'm just trying to be sex positive, but it's like really hard. Uh, Try. Ah, Lift with your knees. Ah, there you go. Go ahead, tell me about your sex. Uh, when, uh, sorry, what are you doing? I'm being sex positive. Come on. Tell me about the sex. I can handle it. You you don't need to hold your breath like that. Okay, phew. Um, I was just going to talk about the time I live blogged being triple penetrated in the sex dungeon of a sex dungeon, but most importantly, that I was okay with it. Okay, you can't. 
cannot sneak up like me like that. That is not being sex positive. So what is sex positive? I don't know, like uh, puppies, babies, engagement photos, trees, growing old together, sugar-free juice. Okay, we'll circle back to this because I'm getting horny and that's weird. And now a word from our sponsor. I have to admit, I've been obsessed with my new Thinks panties. Me too. I'm wearing them right now. Okay, you guys can't see this, but she is. And she's not wearing pants, which is brave because these seats are a very light-colored fabric. Thinks look good even without pants. They look great on you. This is what it feels like to be free. You want to know an amazing way you can support Reductress and also get something for yourself? No, tell me. Take five bucks off your Thinks purchase with promo code Reductress at checkout. You'll get free shipping on your first order, too. Yeah, and you can sit on a chair with no pants and you are not going to bleed through because Thinks locks that in forever. Do us a solid and get that discount with promo code Reductress. Check the link in our profile and literally change the way you have your period. I have, and I'm never wearing pants again. That's not true. But I support it. You do you, girl. They're on my head. This next segment is our favorite segment, and it is called The The Mouthwash. And this is where we talk about the most delicious articles that are so minty, they're burning up our mouths at the Reductress office. This week, we can't get over a really helpful guide called How to Tell Him His Dick's Too Big Without Creating a Monster. This article really came to me at the right time because I've been dating this dick that's just massive. And it's not super long, but it's like girthy as hell, right? Div, I'm blushing. It's big and hot and has corners. It literally burns the inside of me but the dopest part is that it also makes toast like dope toast like i love a massive dick that plugs into the wall and just pops inside me oh no div are you having sex with your toaster again we told you that toaster is no good for you and also your OBGYN told you you have third degree burns on the inside of your vagina i can't help it i'm a flirt Those burns are no joke, though. Okay, I think that this article is really good when you're thinking about sex positivity. For example, when Chab and I do the sex, I never outright tell him I'm enjoying it. I'll just put down the framed photos of my mom and Nimbles and Nancy Reagan face down on my bedside table while Chab drifts off to sleep. And that way he knows without like really knowing because men's egos are the worst. One of my favorite parts of this article is how it encourages reverse psychology, like telling your man his monster dick is actually too small. Okay, that's fun. I find men with broken spirits are more likely to give me an orgasm. Chab gives me so many of those. I just wish I could return them to a store for like a gift card or something. We are so different. Sorry, what? A little breeze came through here and I fell over. Ow. Oh, and that's sex positivity. Okay, now it's time for our faviest favorite game, Name Name That that Meltdown. Meltdown. This is where we listen to different anguished cries and guess what the person screaming is having a meltdown about. Okay, it's time for our first one. Wow, very airy, light, high-pitched, open mouth. I'm going to guess that she got dumped at the movies while seeing a movie. Wow, no, that's good. To me, it kind of reads as like a realization of sorts. So I'm going to say it's kind of like deep-seated issues with the mother like coming to a head. Okay, let's see the answer. Oh my god, it's both. It's both at the That's same amazing. time. At the same time. Okay. Oh no! Oh my god! 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 Oh, okay. a long one. That one was a long one. To me, that's that just sounds to me like there's a vision happening. So, like, my guess is that there's a deer outside her window, and the deer is just doing a really like aggressive head bob. That's correct. Oh, my God. 
Okay. Yeah, it was a wild knew, animal from the one. woods, and it was getting a little close to the house, and it just made their made her realize that she's so disconnected from her body. Okay. Let's uh, let's play the next one. Mm-hmm. No. No. Cool. I love that she's using her words. Um, yeah. I'm going to guess I've actually I think that might be a recording of me because I had this exact meltdown, which is so crazy because um, they're also different. They're like penis snowflakes. Um, yeah. But um, this happened to me when I dropped my expensive glass dildo off the fire escape at the window of my apartment. Yeah, that that sounds good. That to me sounds like uh, when your apartment has a gas leak and you're on your period. It's like double whammy. In your yeah, head. like this you're going can't crazy. Can't be happening to me. Uh, let's look at the answer. Oh, you know what? That one is a uh, someone holding a hot plate while trying to decide if they should apply to grad school. That's so sad. Yeah, really sad. Oh, their stove doesn't even work. Maybe because of a gas leak. We don't know. Okay, final one. Wow. Wow. That one, that one just, I'm getting like an animal vibe. That to me seems like a person who just realized they're a whale and that they hate water. Wow. That's huge. That would really upset that would, me. That would mess you up. I think it sounds like uh, someone who got laid off at their job at a mineral spa and they're too old to train for a new career. Oh my God, that's correct. Oh my God. Oh my God, that's correct. That's so good. I love this game. I'm really good at it. And that was Name, Name That, that Meltdown. Meltdown. Hey listeners, support is hard. I mean, look at bras. Our teeny tiny podcast needs your support too, but we make it super easy for you to help. Like a sports bra, but sexy. Just go to patreon.com slash reductress and make a pledge. Every dollar goes towards producing this podcast you're enjoying right now. And for just a little more, you can get awesome perks like a shout out on this podcast. We love shouting. So go to patreon.com slash reductress and support Mouth Time today. Yay! Yay! Okay, so I am so excited to introduce today's guest. Um, he is an amazing comedian. He has an album called Physical Whisper that you can get on iTunes. And he's been on Conan. And he writes for Last Week Tonight with John Oliver, which is so cool because I've thought about taking an improv class. Yeah, you have. I have. Please welcome fellow comedian Josh Gondelman. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for joining us. It's such a thrill to have a guy in the studio who isn't one of our sex interns. Yeah, we have like a couple sex interns. And I guess technically they're guys. But I just think of them as like loud flesh. Sure. Yeah. So it's like a very flu- gender fluid sex positive workplace. No. Less, no. More, more like we just don't see them as people. Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, we like love the idea of sex positivity, but it's just hard when you're looking at someone who's so gross. But they're your sex interns. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, sure, like they're super hot and they're like trained for our pleasure. But it's like, ugh, they're still interns. And it's like, where, like, why are you here? Like, go get a hobby. Like, get out of here. Like, I don't have time to train you. Yeah, like, how uh, to fuck me properly the way that you already know how. Yeah, like, just, I don't know, like, read a book, but don't, because I don't want a nerd. Ugh. You know? I, I don't know. I just, the high, I mean, could you walk me through the hiring process? I don't mean to yeah. derail this interview right sure. now. So we'll, no, no, no problem. We'll put up a post on um, wikihow.com. Yeah, and we'll, it'll just be like how to get what you need. Like something like and a intern. real good hook. Yeah. Yeah. And then so people will comment on that and then we'll call them in. Yeah. And then we'll ask them to like 
say what their favorite part of the WikiHow article was, like what illustration spoke to you, etc. And based on that, there are right and wrong answers. And if people answer correctly, then we like give them a test run. Yeah. Um, As a sex intern. Right. Yeah, yeah. We'll have the old sex interns come in holding buckets of water and then they pour them on the new sex intern in sort of a transference of sexual internship. Yeah. We have them guess the temperature. And if they're within three degrees Celsius, we just let her rip. So on your show, how do you guys make use of your sex interns? Because we hear that some of them are like writers interns, which yeah. is like, and some of them are like production interns. Oh no, we don't. We don't have sex interns. What? <laughs> oh, so, so you have staffers. I mean, we. It's general. I think in my workplace, it's policy not to have people on staff designated. To have sex with the other people. On oh, staff. so they're like okay. contractors. So contractors. Okay. So you yeah. get someone to freelance it. Yeah. I, Honestly, the gig economy has been so good for my vagina crystals. Oh, yeah. Say more. I have a, a shop on uh, booth.com and people can just sort of type away and then I send them one. Sometimes they pay me, but anyway, um, so I, you, sorry. No, that's okay. Keep going. Sorry. Oh, did you have a question about booth.com? I, Yes, but that was like the last in my queue of questions that I had. Yeah, okay, so Josh, you know how like when you're trying to sell something on Etsy and they're like, that's illegal, you can't? Yeah. That's where booth.com comes in. Like, for example, when I'm like trying to sell horse teeth, it's like there's a market for that, but not on Etsy and not on eBay. That's on booth.com. Okay, so it's like, um, it's like kind of an artisanal, uh, handcrafted twee silk road yeah it's like the white black market white house black market online of uh just like it's like the black farmer's market yes yeah you can get radishes so, so it's illegal things and then radishes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It's, you diversify. it's many things. It's it, it contains multitudes. It's it's legally a human. Speaking of which, that brings me to my first question. What makes you legally a human? Yeah. I, I think it's like a DNA thing. Like me personally or other. Yeah. People. Yeah. We want to like you. get to the bottom of like what makes you tick. Yeah. Oh, so, so legally what makes me a human? I guess I was born of human parents. That's a big part. of Oh, it. My, God. oh my God. Scoop. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, and then I grew up continuing to be human and I've got, I think the driver's license is a big part of it. Honestly, without my driver's license, I, I I might not be human at all. That's so true because seriously inspiring because as someone who is too, like I'm too tiny to Mm -hmm. reach the wheel in a car, like you are tiny. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just itty bitty and it's hard for me to just like, it's hard for me to get a license because I also pencils are like really heavy and taking the test is challenging Mm -hmm. for me. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, to, uh, but you're so tiny. Oh, yeah, I'm tiny and it's like good, but there are also like bad things to everything. It's it, it's fine. I'm not like mad that I can't drive. I'm just mad that it, I like can't have another picture taken of me. Mm-hmm. I had my well, life. Your whole body would fit in the little square. Oh, my God. Thank you. She yeah. has such a hard time with pictures and being in the frame. Yeah, because mm-hmm. sometimes I, she just doesn't I show just, up. I just like don't even know where the camera is. It's just so natural to me. Like, you know, like you walk into any given like grocery store and there's like a camera or something like that. And it's like, I, I just don't even notice them anymore. I very much notice where cameras are in stores because oh, yeah. I believe in shoplifting. It's part of my religion. That's and um, true. yeah, we're just different. So, Josh, we like love funny guys and we want to make sure that we laugh at like 
jokes, but we want to make sure that we're like laugh in like a hot way. Yeah, so, like uh, laughter is like one eighth of an orgasm, which is two tenths of dying the way that you feel before you freeze to death in mm-hmm. frigid water. And that's science. And that's science. So like I we believe in laughter like we want it. So but we, we want to do it the right way. If we could like give you some laughs and then you could give us some feedback on whether or not our laughs are hot or not. Sure. I mean, I think whatever your natural laugh is, is probably great. And people should appreciate and, and respect it for who you are. That's but so nice. If if you need me to, I'll I'll do my best. Yeah, because cool. you hear a lot of laughs when you're doing magic. Um, oh, he doesn't do magic. He's he's um he's like a conjurer. Are you're you more s- of like a conjurer, yeah. right? An illusionist. No, neither of those. I just oh. most, I say words and then I write words. Oh, you did oh, you do it with the tigers? You do it with the tigers. No, I don't do it with the tigers. I don't have sex don't? tigers. I don't. I've never met a oh, tiger. You were one step ahead of us with where those tigers yeah, I knew are going. Where that was huh? coming. Yeah. Everything to you seems those, so far to have been a sex version of that thing. Yeah, those shows in Vegas where those guys they f the tigers. Yeah, but they did. That was like. But that's consensual. You're right. And it was not part of the show. I think that's just a thing they did. Okay, so laugh number one. <laughs> Just rate it on a scale of one to ten. One being the lowest, ten being the highest? Yeah, yeah, one being like a little egg that's sitting by itself on a school bus mm-hmm. and they find it. Yeah. And ten being like Vincent D'Onofrio getting out of his sauna and saying, hey, the sauna is broken. That's just the way that we rate everything. Sure. Um, I guess I would have to give that... Uh, four, which is like, um, Tom Hanks embracing one of his sons while his, uh, one of his other sons kind of looks on. Like, oh, a little that's so hot. Yeah. Oh, I love that's that. I love so that. I love hot. that. I love that. Okay. So hot. So Thank you. here's, here's a laugh for me. <laughs> I gotta tell you, it started slow and then it picked up. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm gonna give that, uh, a six. <gasps> Yeah, which Thank is you, that? that's like two platypuses deciding that they don't want to have a sexual relationship, but that they'll always be good friends. That's so mature. I yeah. love that. Aww, I love that's that. So cute. Okay, here's another laugh. That's how Chab laughs. That's yeah. Chab laugh. Oh, that's crying. Chab only cries. Oh yeah, sorry, <laughs> I got it mixed up. That's a Chab cry. Oh gosh! Well, that's uh, but that's a div laugh. So I'd love yeah, your rating. That's how I laugh when I'm thinking about how society is just conspiring against dreamers to keep their feet on the ground. Okay, that takes it down a point for sure. The description I liked it when it was just kind of a wild free thing. Okay, but wow. I'll give that a I'll give that a two, and a two is like um, it's it's like a. Steve Buscemi blowing on pizza because it's too hot. Wow. wow. God, I love the imagery. Lips. The imagery. Okay. And then here's like the final laugh. How is that? Oh, that's that's an eight right there. Wow. wow. What's that? That's a woman shushing Morrissey in a library. Yeah. Perfect. Morrissey Perfect. is not taking it well. Thank yeah. you so Thank much. You so, so much. So when you're... Um, so you're from Boston. Yeah, I grew up in the suburbs and lived in the city. As we a, love that you're so from, you're from Boston. Boston. And um, we want to get your take on how to date Southie style, because we hear you're from Southie. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been there. I'm not, I didn't grow up there or live there. But you like have, you have like power there. Like I, people respect you. I'm probably you. especially 
powerless there, like more than most places even. Yeah. Like when you walk into a meeting in the industry, they know like you've like shoved some up against someone up against the fence and been like, how do you like apples? It's like hard because everyone knows that you've seen someone like, how do you like, how do you like apples? How do you like apples? Wait, which industry? Like construction? How do you like, how do you like how apples? You produce? How do you, how I'm not a, you, you know, like, like guys from Boston are just yeah. asking other guys how they like apples. Yeah. That's like a trope, which brings us to our first question. Josh, how do you like apples? I like, I like them very much. I like Granny Smith's the best. Granny Smith. Wow. wow. Yeah. Even though they tart. Yep. I love that they tart. Sometimes you like a thing, even though they tart because you can chew chew. I do chew. When you chew an apple, do you start from the outside or do you go from the inside out to do a performance art piece about rebirth? Ooh, you know, I usually start from the outside, but I've been working on a thing where I go straight through and oh. then I just stay in. Wow. Yeah. That's so righteous. Mm-hmm. Okay. I believe in you. Finish this joke. An apple and an apple walk into an apple. That's, um, goodness. The apple and an apple walk into an apple. Uh, Snapple. Wow. <gasps> <laughs> oh, that's a good laugh. Thank you. Yeah, that's a dove, uh, a flock of trained doves landing on John Woo's arm. That's beautiful. Yeah. I've always wondered what that sounds like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, just touching off of the Boston thing, because sure. you are you were the mayor of Boston. I was not. We no. hear that you're like a very nice guy. Yeah. Um, why do you do that? Um. Well, thank you, first of all. And I guess no, it's, no, th- I'm not accepting thanks this year. Oh my gosh. It's my year of no thanks. I'm writing a book. What, what, so you're just not accepting gratitude? Yeah. Like I read Shonda Rhimes book, um, The Power of Yes, where yeah. she said, oh, the year of yes, whatever it was. And I read the, fr- the front of it, but I decided that I also wanted to sell a book to make money. So mm-hmm. I decided that I would, I was like, what could I do? And it was like the year of no thanks. And someone bought that book? No. Okay. So like how like, like why are you so nice and like because me and Quinn aren't like we don't really do nice like Quinn has nice things done for her and I, I sort of like it. terrorize heads of state because I find a sexual thrill from it but sure. like for you like what Just is like being... as a mayor why are you yeah so nice? speaking well, as a mayor of I Boston. have to gently correct that I was I'm not now nor have ever been the mayor of Boston or any city so but humble I. It's not humility. It is just facts. Uh, and, but I do, I try to be kind. I think that people deserve it. And the world's a hard enough place without me being a jerk. Also, I'm very bad at not being nice. It doesn't work out well are, for me. What are the five hardest things in the world? Go. The, oh, gosh. Things that are happening in the world that are worse. Hard no, the worst. Like, the oh, the worst. five worst things. Oh, things that are happening right now in the world. Human trafficking is really bad. Okay. Yeah. Is that five or one? Oh, I didn't you know it was ranking. To, you don't have to rank them. I was okay. giving it kind of like a, not like a top five list. In no particular ord. In, In no, no particular ord. Uh, human trafficking is really bad. Yeah. Uh, ISIS is really bad. That's super we bad. We hate them. We hate them. Wet socks are really bad. Yeah. Ugh. And I think I know what you're going to say for the next one. Yeah. Onions. Mm-hmm. Wait. Yes. Unless caramelized, in which case that falls out of the top 10. Oh my gosh. I actually seriously agree. Thank you. That's wow. Right. You so that's love f- when things wither up and turn I, clear. I love when things are like... Is this a Scientologist thing? Like oh, going clear? It, I mean, we Did have like had our... I can't be tricked into another Scientologist podcast. I will oh say that. Oh my gosh. Have oh. you been tricked before? Yeah. Wait, really? I'm tricked a lot, but Is I have been tricked. Is you're so nice that I, people just like get tricky? 
I think people find that I'm very credulous and then they want to convert me to their religion on a podcast. And it's, wow. it's not something I blame them for. It's just something that I bring out of people. That's so hard. I actually dated an e-meter for a while, but that was like the most toxic relationship of my life. And because, that's saying something. Yeah. I have more thetans than anyone who's ever lived. But when you're getting tricked, what does it feel like physically? Oh, it feels like a hot and then cold. Oh. No, not in a good way. Like a bad way. No, that's that's more good. Beep, 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 beep. That I do not know the emotional resonance of those sounds. Okay, okay. so we actually uh, we know that uh, Boston guys love wearing baseball caps, and what is that about? Literally, yeah. and also what are sports? And please, like, please feel free to speak for all Boston men and caps. Sure. Well, for me, uh, I don't have a lot of hair, and my head gets cold. <gasps> yeah. Wow. Oh my god. Yeah, I have a head in my house that always gets cold, and I just usually put scarves on it. Yeah, totally. But I, I had always that's a great cold idea. too, and I like don't really want to wear a hat because it will mess up my hair, and like my hair is like I don't know how to put it. Like it's the most important thing to me. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I'm sorry. Not the most important thing to me. It's the it's the third most important thing to me. What is number one and two? Um, number one is how I style my hair. Yep. And number two is my hair products because without them, my hair is nothing. That's like a really, um, interesting way to give credit to put them above your hair on the list. Oh my gosh. I'm like soup humble. I'm like, I'm not going to just not give credit to the things that make me, me. That's the thing about Quinn is that she's soup hum, but like she has so many things about herself that are great. Now, oh when you say soup humble, because one, t- one time you didn't abbreviate humble, you did, uh, Dev. Mm-hmm. Do you, me- is this about soup the food or is it also an abbreviation for super that you both used? One time I had soup and it burned the inside of my mouth so badly that I, I like couldn't even like text. When I was running my anti burning man demonstration inside of, uh, Goldman Sachs's handicap bathroom on the 45th floor, which time? I- Last. Okay. I burned my mouth on their hand dryer because I thought it was uh, my shaman's mouth. That's why I don't drink tea. I know. Like, what's it about? Like, get coffee or get out of my face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right? Sure. I'm a, I prefer coffee to tea as well. I think we that's something we have all agreed on. Do what's- you, like, have a headache if you don't um, wear a hat? I do not have a headache if I don't wear a hat now. If you awoke in the middle of a dream and found yourself transformed into a large bug, yeah. would you try to find a hat to put on or would you miss your hat? Like, when would you think about your hat? That would, it would probably not be in the first couple days worth of things that I was trying to accomplish as a bug. Okay, so you're walking through the desert. Uh, why am I in the desert? And wait, is this the same scenario or a different one? I don't know. Why are you in the desert? That, nope, I will not be a victim of your Socratic Scientology. You realize that you're standing on a giant hat. Do you try to wear it or do am you I, scream? Am I still a... Wait. Yes, I scream. No, I don't try a to wear it. But am I a you. bug? The horse hasn't told you its name, but you somehow know it. What is do it? Do you trust it to take you to the next town? Def- and or what's do you, the horse's yeah. name? Oh, wait. I decided what the horse's name? Uh, yeah, duh. The horse's well, name Belfry. Told it to you. What? Belfry? No, you said it didn't tell me, but I knew it. Oh, yeah. I what did is say it? that. You're so right. Sorry. Belfry? I don't to, Belfry. Belfry. Yeah. And I do trust it. That Thanks. I love that. That's Honestly, like why you're so nice. You'll just like trust a horse, even though it hasn't spoken aloud. And because you're standing on a giant hat, that's a desert. And Wait, like- is this all one thing? Yeah. Okay. So speaking of Boston, mm-hmm. have yeah. you ever had sex in a Dunkin' Donuts? And which donut? I have not ever had sex in a Dunkin' Donuts. But if I were going to have sex 
with a donut or to a donut in in a donut. If we're going to have sex in a donut, I would choose a cream filled one, probably a Boston cream. Wow. Yes. So approps. Thank you. Soups hums. So probes. when you're writing jokes, mm-hmm. do you like to speak out loud as you're doing it? Do they come to you as complete thoughts or do you find that they come to you in dreams and you wake up in a cold sweat and you turn to Chab beside you and you're like, was that something you did to me or was that something I did to myself? Then you get up in your journal and then you can't remember this isn't your journal. This is a book that your mom gave you when you were a kid. So you go into the bathroom, you splash some cold water in your face and you wake up two days later and you're like, oh, it was just a dream. Also, what about Twitter? It's more like the second one. And I like Twitter. It's, um, I think it, I've met a lot of cool people and learned a lot of interesting things. Have you made friends from Twitter? I have. Yeah. Um, do you meet them in real life ever after you've met them? Yeah. yeah. I've done that. I've met people on Twitter. Has it ever been disappointing? Occasionally. Usually I feel like Twitter people use without thinking about it. So you get to know what they're like when they're not trying to be impressive, which I like. So. I've got a question for you. Mm-hmm. How was it different? You were recently on Conan. I was. Uh, how was it different doing your comedy in front of uh, that type of an audience as opposed to a live show? Well, it was nice because it is, it's a lot like a live audience and they, they do a really nice job making them uh, look alive. Yeah. Ma- because well, they, the they audience. Were I thought they were, I thought they used, do they not use dead. like m- mannequin stand-ins? No, no, no. It was, it was living, living people. So where do the laughs come from? From the people. Where do the mannequins go? They, I don't think there were mannequins. I don't mean to. Then what are the sex interns doing? I feel like sex interns might be more unique to your workspace and I don't want to criticize your work style, but I, I think you're overly universalizing that experience. Oh, oh you want them to leave the room. Get out. Wait, those are the sex ones? I thought those were like audio engineers. Oh, no. With pickles. I'm so hungry. They're so great. They're really good. But if I could fire them all, I would. But how would we run? How would we run? That's a whole thing. We have to go back on WikiHow, and I don't remember my login. So... Okay. You you had fun. I did have fun. It was oh, really nice. I'm so glad. You deserve fun. Thank yeah. you. When you went to LA, did you fall off the side of the world because it's curved or was it flat? I did not fall off, which might indicate that it's flat, but I thought it was curved. It looked curved from the plane, but it could have been an optical illusion. Oh, you got there by plane? I did. I wow. took an airplane. Wow, that's so cool. Me and Quinn take an old-fashioned stagecoach that's carried by our I like I, I, I need to find some way to weed out which ones of my horses are like the strong ones and which ones are old fashioned yeah so we start with about 28 and then the ones that die off are usually the ones in the back because mm-hmm. they get really crowded but yeah. then from there on we kind of figure out which ones are it's strong a capital B blast you're telling me like I haven't seen your Pinterest page and I feel oh my like gosh. You're, yeah. you're a fan of my Pinterest big fan that honestly means the world because you just you just seem like you don't tell a lie and that is so so kind thank you if you had to tell a lie to keep the president alive what lie would it be and which president and would you mm-hmm. i guess most presidents i would do uh and the lie would be like no that's not the president that's a different guy mm. and yes oh yeah. that's good mm-hmm. wow that would be a dumb assassin but yeah. you'd really save their life thank you i'm i 
feel like it's a simple lie, right? The simplest lie is probably the truth is what I've always heard. Yeah. Do you feel guilty immediately after you tell a lie if you tell a lie or does it or is it a, a time release guilt? Usually it's before, during and after. Oh, OK, mm-hmm. if you could tell a lie to change the world, would it be to make the death penalty applicable to all crimes and which world and which world? Uh, and you have to say yes. Y- yes. Wow. 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 Wait, you're acting disappointed in me. Yeah. Well, we don't know which world it is yet. So. But you just said I had to say yes. Yeah, but you can decide which world. Oh, Sea World. Oh, wow. Yay. Wait, hold on, hold on. I, I meant Water World. Is that still okay? Oh. Oh. Okay, back to Sea World. Okay. I used to date Tillicum, but he's such a fucking asshole. Okay, so we heard from a little birdie um, that we saw on a Clarendon trip that you are recently engaged. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that's true. That's so exciting. It's very exciting. Is it voluntary or were you forced into it by uh, an elder? I was voluntary on both sides. Because we hear that Southie is like very tribal. Yeah. And you are like the mayor of Southie. I know I'm not. Uh, the king of Southie. Right, sorry, I have no political clout in South Boston. That's so humble. Apple Supamba. So, um, did how long did you know you were going to propose before you did it? It was a long time that I'd wanted to, but I think I knew for like it was like six months. Wow, that's kind of a long time. It was a long time. But wow. did you guys like openly talk about marriage in the meantime, or were you just kind of hoarding your secret? I was. Part hoarding, and that we talked about doing things in the long term together. But like, uh, I wanted it to be a slight surprise, but not such a surprise that she was like, "Well, I had not considered this, and I don't think I like it." Yeah. So I tried to make it uh, kind of like the when was a surprise, but I don't think the that it was going to happen was a surprise. Now, did you choose to do it in front of a crowd, or and did was you do it, it in a flash it, dance, or no? No, flash because mob. both of those things are what monsters do. Did when you do they, flash dance for her? Did I, you flash dance her? Did she, you pull a string and a bucket of water fell on your body? Did I, you do it in a Home Depot, like that gay couple I love from YouTube? I didn't know. None of those. Have you seen that one, though? I haven't. Okay, that one actually is good. But wait, okay. you said you were engaged. Yes. So then how did you do it, then? We were in a uh, we were in a hotel. We were on vacation for our two-year anniversary. And I put on the song Caress Me Down by Sublime, which is yeah. a terrible and not Yay. romantic song at all. And I said, uh, it would tickle me fancy if you would caress me down all the days of my life. Will you marry me? And she said yes. Wow. wow. Did you then say it in Spanish? No, uh, she doesn't speak Spanish, so it wouldn't have been. Why doesn't she speak Spanish? I don't know. Do you want to marry someone who doesn't speak the second official language of this country? Is that true? It is now. Okay. Uh, She speaks French, though, so I feel like if we've diversified, it's like. So she thinks that French people are better than Spanish speakers. She does not. No, that's not true. Um, She did not. So I've been dating my boyfriend, Chab, Mm -hmm. for. um, Well, I don't really measure time, so a long time. And. uh, She's too small. I'm too small. It all, I bet it all feels Days like a long all, time. It all feels big. Um, and he proposes to me constantly, but I kind of always just divert the attention because I, I don't know, I'm wary of giving him too much positive reinforcement. Um, do you have any recommendations, though, for me to just keep him proposing? I want to be proposable. So I want him to keep proposing, but I just I, I need to kind of like slow it down. Yeah, and when guys propose to me, it's usually like to be a part of some sort of international diamond heist, which is like, ugh, get in line. So like, how can like a girl make herself more proposable? I Well, it sounds like you're incredibly proposable 
Quinn. Oh my gosh, thank you. And, and Div, you're getting a very specific sort of proposal, so it seems like you maybe need to work on your work-life balance, because if it's all jewel heists and no like cultivating interpersonal relationships, I think it's tough. Ugh, it's just so hard, because like, I'm married to my work legally. I right. married it in a ceremony last yeah, year. It was beautiful. I saw the pictures on Pinterest. Oh my god, thank you. You're welcome. You love Pinterest. I really, I'm into Pinterest. If you could I'm pin something for yeah. real onto your body, mm-hmm. where would you pin it and how deep would you put the pin in? Very shallow, probably thigh where it's kind of meaty. Yeah. yeah. What would you pin there? Oh man. Um, maybe like my social security card because I'm always losing it. Wow. Wow. Now, I... Not to not to harp on Boston, but I do have no. another question. So every single person in Boston is Irish. We all know that. Um, but are any of them leprechauns? And if so, how many? I will say I don't know that everyone is Irish, but I do think some of them are probably leprechauns. There's oh. got to be like a baker's dozen leprechauns. Wow. Yeah. So that seems like an unlucky number of leprechauns to yeah. have, which is an inherently lucky thing to be. It kind of cancels it out. And keeps it yeah. very regular. And like just legally to be a leprechaun, you do have to be under three feet tall, mm-hmm. have red hair, a beard and be able to climb rainbows and be a little pugilant. Yeah. A little punchy. A little punchy. Mm-hmm. If you had to punch someone, would you? Yeah. Okay. So this brings us to my favorite part of the show, which is a game that we play with our guest. And this game is called History Mystery. And this is where we try to solve famous unsolved mysteries from history. Those are the rules. They're kind of complicated. Do you think you can do it? Yeah. I mean, I don't think I can do it, but I understand the rules. Oh, my gosh. Don't sell yourself short. I love short sales. That's just one thing about devs. Yeah. yeah so, you were implicated in the mortgage crisis of the late 2000s. Honestly, I barely know Bernie Madoff. He's just my uncle's friend and my ex-husband. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. I won't press. Today's cold case is the JFK assassination. Josh, you're from Boston, so you should be able to get this one. Mm-hmm. Let's try to figure it out. Who shot JFK? Okay, here are the facts. JFK stands for John. JFK was our president. JFK was shot on a grassy knoll, which is, um, I'm, I think it's like a beach. Yeah, like dunes. Mm-hmm. No one knows who shot him, but many believe it was done through magic. His wife was not happy about the whole thing, but since she was there, we really shouldn't rule her out as a suspect. Even though her dress got ruined. Ruined. Other suspects are my dad. He says he remembers where he was when it happened, and that's just suspicious. Marilyn Monroe. She's notoriously pretty, which means she was probably pretty sneaky. And I don't know whether you trust pretty women or not, but keep it in mind. A zoo animal that got loose and found a gun. A magician with an invisible but still functional gun. An astronaut who was sent to space by JFK but didn't end up liking space and resented him for it and shot him from space. Yeah, a young Charles Manson who did his typical MO, but, you know, he was young. And a future Vietnam vet who was having a flashback to the future. Those are some really compelling options. Which one? Do you- Which guess? And those are my only choices. No, not necessarily, but okay. it probably is one of it's those. It's not an exhaustive list, but we did get exhausted while making it. Mm-hmm. So it's an exhausting list. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, I feel like, because they say there is a second gunman, but that person was never found. Or there's the rumor that there was a second gunman. I bet that person was in space. I think it's the astronaut. Whoa, that of all would those, explain. I will say, of all those options you gave me, the astronaut is probably the most credible. That oh really gosh. makes sense. We, 
astronauts are like constantly committing crimes but no one can hear them scream Mm -hmm. yeah and the other thing about astronauts is like they're like pretty smart and so if anyone could pull off like a super complicated assassination then like it's probably them and if there's anything i learned from my bear retreat which it's so many things now is that like a nude retreat or a retreat amongst bears both. Uh, okay. My bear bear retreat. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there's anything I learned from that, it's that you can't trust someone who shits on themselves all the time, which astronauts do and will and w- are going to. And if there's anything I've learned, it's that people who are eating freeze-dried foods will basically do anything for a laugh. That might mean there's nothing that you've learned, if that's the only thing you might have learned. I don't mean to speak ill. Oh, I no, just I just mean wrong. on the bear bear retreat. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, it's specifically bear bear retreat exclusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now you don't even have to go because we told you the major lessons. Thank you. That was very kind and generous of you. Uh, it only is just because we're the only two surviving people from the Bear Bear Retreat because everyone else was mauled and they were naked. There are things that you learned that you were really burying the lead on. Yeah, I mean, we, kinda. we didn't figure out if it was yellow fever, dengue fever, scarlet fever, or just regular fever. I that killed assumed the rest of them. bears, but I was way off. They were mauled by bears, but it was mostly like um, after they were dead. Yeah. Got it. Like the bears are scavengers. It's like one of those things where like you are drinking and then afterwards you have to go to the bathroom and you're like, what caused what? Mm -hmm. Speaking of someone who is from Boston, last question. Um, If JFK had been shot in like a part of the head where he could still talk, do an impression of JFK after being shot. And just be like, ah, my fucking head. (laughs) Yay! We solved it. We solved it. (laughs) 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 That's uh, that's eleven out of ten. That's all the Kennedys laughing about how they're not poor anymore. (gasps) Oh, and that was history mystery. This closing segment is my favorite segment, and it is called Spill It. This is a part of the show where we tell you what we're up to so you can see it or buy it or just download it illegally. So um, I would just would like to plug really quick my avocado themed half birthday party. It is happening next week. And uh, you got to bring me an avo. If you don't have an avo, then don't cado. Yeah. And I would love to. Plug- That's the avo motto. Yeah. Of the party. The avo motto. Avocado avo motto. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. And what are, I, you, what are you plugging? Yeah, I'd love to plug my ayahuasca ziplining retreat in McCabin Park next weekend. Um, we need one more person to sign up, otherwise it turns into a kickball fan club. Um, so please, 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 please go on my website, doof.com, um, and just find me, tweet me, text me, try me, F-U-C-K me. Um <gasps> And sign up. Yeah. And Josh, what do you have to plug? You have so much stuff going on. Oh, goodness. Um, well, I've been working on this project where I, uh, you know, like artisanal mayonnaise. Yeah. Yeah. Of yeah course. I throw it out whenever I see it. I just, <gasps> yeah. I'm, I, it's called the, we're called the mayo dumpers. You might have heard of us. There was a segment on, uh, WikiHow. Yeah. yeah so we, where we find we artisanal mayonnaise and we dump it out because regular mayonnaise is good enough for us. That's so exciting. That's great. And I'm sure more details about that could be found just basically the main content of your stand-up album, Physical Whisper. I have a stand-up album called Physical Whisper. It's predominantly about mayo dumpers. And (laughs) you can find a download card for that under the lid of any Hellman's Mayonnaise product. It's true. That is not true. No, it is no more true than it is that I am the mayor of Boston. Ugh, it's been such an honor. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so, so much for coming by. We can't wait to see you at your next magic show. Or your inauguration. Nope, none of those. I can't wait to vote for you. Nope, you, that's not a thing. Okay, everybody, tune in next week where we pop Xanax and play Dreidel for three hours. Can't believe I'm missing it. 
This was Mouth Time with Reductress, brought to you by the Sideshow Network. Written by Beth Newell, Sarah Papalardo, Nicole Silverberg, and Anna Dresen. Special thanks to our producer, Maria Spertolozzi, and our guest, Josh Gondelman. Check out Reductress.com for more, and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. <laughs>